Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40. Now, in the previous episode, I think it was last week's episode, I spoke about preparing yourself to be in control of your work annual review, your annual appraisal. But today, I want to talk you through something that's just as important, how you can conduct your own personal annual review and get the best from it. I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions, but I am a fan of looking back at the past year, analysing the lessons that have been learned and setting my goals for the next one. And when I've done this, and I've done this religiously um, for a number of years now, conducting these personal reviews has really brought forth some really clear and amazing insights for me. They help me understand my development areas. Yes, I still have them. Um, They've improved the way I perform self-reflection and embrace the growth I've seen the year gone by. They help me clarify what I want and, and, and plan the ways in which to turn those goals into reality. And they play an important role in setting realistic, those realistic and achievable goals for the upcoming year. Now, before we go any further, if you're a subscriber to This Woman Can newsletter, you'll be receiving uh, receiving a list of the review questions or a guide to conducting your annual personal review with questions to help you set better and more realistic goals of 2023. If you're not a subscriber, first of all, what are you doing? Because you're really missing out some great information. But you can get your copy by heading over to JanniceSutherland.com to download your own copy or click the link in the notes, show notes I'll put below. So how do you get the most out of your annual, your personal annual review? Personally, I like to follow the KISS principle, keep it simple and straightforward, but you'll know what works best for me, best for you. And a couple of things to remember that are probably things that you really need to take into account. Schedule yourself at least three hours of distraction, three time or, you know, you need to you need that time to get deep, to go to reflect on your your thoughts and formulate your ideas to set the intentions that really feel right for you. For me, when I do this, it works best if I do it in two if I do it in two 90 minute blocks over two subsequent days because I don't sit still very long or very easily. But you can decide works best for you. You want to have a large sheet of paper or post-it notes so you can jot down your notes and your thoughts. Try and avoid the computer or your or, or your phone as you might get distracted. But if you do have to use digital device, then what I would suggest doing is just a tablet. So that can suffice. Get your favourite writing instruments. I love using pencil and coloured pencils. Um, you can use different colours, highlighters, felt tip pens, you know, anything that helps you feel good with the process. Your self-reflection questions, which I said obviously will be in the guide um, when, 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 you, when you download it. You want a writing service or a wall, somewhere to put your thoughts on so you can actually see them sometimes. When you do post-it notes, that helps me sometimes just to see all the ideas I've put down. You want to get a hold of your journals, calendars, anywhere you've logged um, information about what you've done, 
just to help you reflect on the year, um, something to jog your to jog your memory. Now, your memory may be good, but if you're anything like me, as I've got older, it's a little harder to remember what I did last week, yet alone the whole of the year. So having this documentation really helps. And in the annual appraisal, the performance appraisal one I sp- uh, podcast I spoke about previously, I suggest to keep in a hooray file um, where you can keep all the good things that have happened to you in your career over the year. And that's also a good source of information to work from as well. Now, this last part is optional, but you can include a couple of friends, uh, a couple of people that you're really close to. Maybe they want to do the exercise at the same time or you want to do it alone. But you might find it beneficial to review with a couple of other close friends. You can bounce off your ideas. You can verify your verify your thoughts and help, you know, help each other focus. So once you've done that, um, when you start getting so you've got your preparation all done together, you want to look at what your sessions are going to be like, how you're going to get started. Now, I said I do in two 90-minute sessions. So for me, the first 90 minutes is all about self-reflection examination. It's the evidence-based foundation for the session that, you know, that will follow that you'll use when you go down to the next part. And you want to start by getting ready. You want to be present in the moment. You can do it by a five-minute breathing exercise, maybe meditation. I like a little nice smelling candle, so just like the aromatherapy in the room, soft music, or maybe journaling how you're feeling right now. Basically, anything that helps you get in the right mindset to start off the process. Um, and once you're in the mood, start going through your notes and impressions of the year. Look at the key events in your calendars. What were the highlights, the lowlights of the year? You don't have to necessarily write everything down yet, but, you know, you can make some notes as you go along. But it's just to really get your head in, into, into the process. Once you've done that, it's now time to answer the questions. They will help you organise your thoughts and feelings. And as I said, don't forget you can get a free copy of the review guide and your review guide and the questions by heading over to JanniceSutherland.com or clicking the link in the notes. You don't have to answer these questions in order. You can skip them. You can skip the ones you don't feel like answering. However, there's a caveat here. What I have found is that those questions that I've avoided answering that I have the most resistance to, they're often the ones that shone a light on something I've been trying to avoid or ignore. So it's worth going back and asking yourself, well, why am I avoiding asking that question? Once you've done that, you think your questions are complete, you know, take a rest, take a break. It can be quite exhausting sometimes just having to um, think through all those things and get the, the brain into that, into that gear. And if you're doing the process with a friend, ask them what surprised them, explain what surprised you most, take a break. As I said, let it rest until you feel ready for part two. Now, part two is about putting everything into actionable goals and processes. You've done the deep work. You've done the hard part now. You know, that's the person review. What makes this successful is having a plan that helps you move towards your next year outcome, your 2023 outcome. And do not be tempted to skip this step because this is where the magic happens. You know, skipping the review, if you skip this step, it just means that the review was an exercise, a fun exercise, but you won't actually get anywhere towards your next set of goals. And I know this because one year I made the mistake of um, not doing that, skipping the steps, thinking, yeah, I've got it now, I, can, I know what I'm doing. 
And in 2026, I remember it well, 2016, should I say, 2016, should I say, I didn't translate my personal review into actionable steps. And guess what? Yep. My dreams didn't manifest and I found myself staying in a role that really wasn't good for my health. So the next year, 2017, I applied the the advice I'm going to give you. And despite a few health challenges, I reached pretty much all of my goals. I became self-employed. I created a career that utilizes my skills and experience, as well as making me feel good helping other women facing their career crossroads. I started the This Woman Cab podcast. I wrote my first book. And each year since then, I've built on my previous growth, following the same process, and I'm living, I'm happily living my life on my terms. So this last part, how do you make it work for you? Well, as I said, you've got to have those, you've got to have goals, clear goals, but don't focus on the goal, focus on the process and the systems. You know, it's easy to focus on the outcome, but the goal is not in your control. That goal, you know, if you're obsessing, if you're obsessing, if you're obsessing on the outcome, you really stop yourself from getting, immersing yourself in the process that will help you get to the outcome. So, Again, as I said, stop obsessing about that bit, what the outcome's going to be. Focus on how you're going to get there. What are the steps, the process, the systems you need to get there? Let me give you an example. One of my 2022 goals was to expand and improve my professional network. And instead of obsessing over the outcome that, you know, I want to increase my network by a thousand people or whatever it was, I came up with the processes and habits that would get me there. I increase my online exposure by publishing a weekly newsletter. Remember, I live on an island, so, some, you know, expanding my network, I have to get creative about it. I held bi-weekly roundtables with the women in my virtual network, so I get to know a little better about their wants, their needs, you know, how I could service, how I could service that group of women. I focus solely on working with mid-career black women. Um, so that helped me focus on my mindset, where, where, I, where I need to be talking about, the topics I should be covering and who I can connect with. And then I developed to start my day in a positive mindset plan. That's my little mini plan. So I give it a nickname, which included my daily walks and yoga pretty much every day. Now, I've reached the goal. And, you know, as I'm talking to you now, it's almost not the end of the year. It's almost the end of the year. But I'm happy that I've reached the goal because I focused on the process instead of that outcome. And I created goals that were stretching but achievable. So there's a few questions at this part, this stage that will help you uh, once you've done that to, to, to fine tune that process. And that will be how do your goals for 2023 translate into actionable steps, habits, processes? What habits, behaviors or attitudes will you need to develop or, or adopt for the next year? And what things or habits do you need to stop doing in order to achieve those? Just those three questions. And once you've broken that down, your goals into actual processes, just summarize your reflection on a clean sheet. And that will be your anchor for 2023. So you put it somewhere that, you know, you look up, you see it on your fridge, on behind your desk, next to your mirror or whatever it is. And then when you've done that, you want to close on a high note, you know, so to ask yourself, how are you feeling right now? And how do you feel about 2023 or 2022, should I say, because you haven't gone in 2023 yet. How do you feel about 2022? So that's it. That is really about, 
you know how you do how you do that how you do your annual review your personal review and one more little tip here if you feel like it share that some with your friends or family someone you know who may help keep you accountable um, along the way and check in remind you what you said you were going to do for 2023 and check in with your progress progress um you know so it's it's easy to skip you know your review and to st not take stock of what's happened in the, the past year that's the easy bit because sometimes you may be facing some things you don't you know some hard truths that you don't want to face but uh, you know but just think about how much easier your next year will be if you take this time now to face your feelings you know focus keep your focus on what you want to do and get those actual outcomes that will really help you set up the next year, you know, from a good standing. Uh, you know, it's not easy. And like I said, you may, you may face some hard truths. But when you commit to take an honest look at your year, your highs, your lows, your actions, your mindset, you're shifting. You're shifting your life in the right trajectory. And that's what will help you, you know, have, you know, deliver on your dreams. So, you know, I hope that will help you set you up for 2023. As I said, it's the coming to the end of the year now. And this is usually the time we start reflecting on what needs to happen. But with that guide, with a few simple steps, you can actually take control of your own personal review and set yourself up for a great 2023. And if you like, you can share your review outcomes with me by heading over to JanniceSutherland.com or email me info at JanniceSutherland.com. I'd love to hear what you set yourself up for 2023 and maybe explore how I can be of support to you in for your new goals. Take care and remember if I can, you can, this woman can. Until next time.